0: Welcome to the latest episode of the Shredder Show and today I'm going to take you through 15 power tips on how to enjoy your weekends without gaining weight and without gaining body fat. So without any later ado, we're going to get straight into that now. But before we begin this episode, if anyone needs any help directly with transforming their physique their body, please drop me a DM on Instagram I'll hit the link below and you can book in your free six pack strategy call. We'd love to discuss with where you are now, where you want to go and how we can help you get there. Now to get into the podcast. So weekends, this is the make or break for a lot of people. This is where a lot of people go wrong in terms of getting progress with their fat loss journey and transforming their physique. So we're going to go through 15 practical power tips. A lot of this can be mindset that I want you to really take in and actually use this weekend. So today's Friday. I want you to take this in to the weekend with these thoughts and use these 15 tips. So point number one, we want to think about building a program. So, like around the weekend, so you're not feeling miserable or guilt-ridden or like shame-ridden come Sunday with how you feel, with how you've behaved or how you, what you've eaten or what you've done. And that's the reality that I see with so many people is that come Monday, they feel hugely guilty or Sunday evening they feel hugely guilty because they've fallen off the wagon, uh, the proverbial wagon, and they've eaten food they shouldn't have eaten, they've drunk too much, whatever. And like, this is what we're going to talk through on the episode today is how to actually – like have the weekend, enjoy the weekend, but this actually needs to be built into your program. And like the way I design diets for clients is using something called my free meal method, which we can discuss later on in the episode, where basically we will design the program of nutrition, and the workouts so that you can enjoy the weekends and get the best results without feeling guilt ridden or shame ridden because no one should feel guilty or shameful because they've eaten anything. No food is inherently bad, but we just need to have mindful control of things like that. So that's point number one would be to build your program around your weekends. uh, So you're not miserable or feeling guilt ridden or shame ridden. Point number two, we're going to focus on the weekend is for recovery. So the weekend you is different than the weekday you. So when we think about that, like our, like habits, at the weekends will be slightly different. Our lives at the weekends will be slightly different for most people. If you're not going to have work, if you're working in an office or if you're not many people working in an office now, who would have thought that COVID? Um, like your like weekend setup will be very different. So you're going to have a lot more family time and probably be a, bit, a lot more relaxed. So we really actually want to try and focus on using the weekend as a time to mentally and physically refresh, uh, enjoy ourselves and also take big leaps forwards in terms of getting our fitness goals and this is, I think, for the weekends, in my opinion, the big thing we need to focus on here is actually mindset and habits and creating the right structure in terms of the weekends for you. Like, Focus on getting like, good sleep, keep yourself hydrated. All these sort of things make a big, big difference. And focus on like you just enjoying yourself, de-stressing, decompress a bit, spend some time with your family, your loved ones. And that's really, really the key is to make sure we focus the weekends on recovery. Don't get stressed, just make the best of it. And the weekend is like a recovery time because as I said, the weekend you is going to be different than the week you, where you're stressed, you're at work, you're under more pressure, if that makes sense. Point number three is to make healthy choices. So in terms of food choices, we all know like you shouldn't be eating pancakes for breakfast on Saturday morning. And if you start eating pancakes for breakfast on Saturday morning, come lunchtime, are you realistically going to be eating healthy food? No. So like, have some fun with um, your food at the weekend. So you have some, a bit more time, say, Saturday morning, so spend some time making... Um, breakfast or so they make it super nice make it healthy make it something you're going to enjoy like this morning for example i just sent uh, all of my clients our latest cj cut and cookbook which is packed full of recipes for people to try and again it's just being creative having fun with food and making this a lifestyle change and like appreciating decent quality ingredients decent food and healthy eating as a long term rather than just going for like junk food that we think psychologically is better for us in terms of the thing that I find so frustrating with the food industry is that you go into supermarket, everything generally in a shiny packet. Like I don't know why it came to my head first. Like uh, a Twix chocolate bar, not Twix. I can't remember. What it There's a purple one that's a very shiny Twirl. I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Um, like chocolate bars and things like that are like very flashy in terms of the packaging, and it really lures you in. The same with boxes, of Pop Tarts, and other stuff like that. Whereas like I don't like steak and like healthy veg and things like that. You don't have the flashy gimmicky marketing to lure you in, which I find quite quite frustrating. But point number three for you this weekend, make healthy food choices, make like food fun, make food enjoyable and just literally like love what you eat and love what you put in your body. And then it'll see you the good, good run going forwards. Point number four is be active. So like be on your feet. Like I use an aura ring to track my steps You can use things like Fitbits, your iPhone will track your steps. Just try to be as active as you can, do fun stuff, be out and about, like go for a walk in the morning. The more you move, the more calories you're going to burn. And being active and just trying different things is a great way to um, enjoy your weekend and also then to get the results you're you're looking for in terms of staying fit, healthy, and uh, not piling on body weight at the weekends. Point number five is going to be schedule workouts in at the weekend. So, like, there's a couple of reasons for this. So, point number one, if you schedule them schedule them in, you're not going to miss them for a start. And point number two, if, for example, uh, you know on Sunday morning you've got 9 o'clock, you're going to go and train uh, at the gym or 8 o'clock in the morning you're going to go do yoga class or something like that, chances are on Saturday night you're probably going to be more sensible with your food and you're not going to get super pissed because you're going to have to work out in the morning. It's going to be dreadful. Like, scheduling your workouts in is hugely, hugely powerful because it just gives you – mental association with knowing you're going to have to work out the next day and keeping more accountable to the end goal of what we're looking to try and achieve overall and one of the things you want to think about as well like scheduling our, our workouts and then like limiting alcohol intake is that a lot of people will drink and they find it helps them sleep yes it will make you fall asleep but that also destroys your quality of sleep so for example and when you wake up in the morning after you've had a lot to drink the night before, you haven't slept for a long time, you're going to feel pretty shit because your quality of sleep's going to be terrible. Your heart rate during the night will have gone through a roof. Your body will not have actually been recovering or getting any good quality deep sleep. Um, I know this from firsthand as I last weekend had a couple of glasses of wine for the first time in a long time for my wife's birthday in the Shard, as many of you might saw on social media. Um, and when I woke up on Sunday, I felt a bit crap. To be honest with you, I still went, crushed my workout, did. 40 minutes on the cross train and then did some hit intervals in the row machine, a little bit of ad work, but I didn't feel great. great. If I'm honest, just like brain fog. So really think about like your conscious decisions in terms of like scheduling your workouts in will keep you accountable overall. So that's one thing I'd really, really recommend for point number five point number six. So going to a party or event like my wife's birthday uh, with a plan to limit alcohol. So you're not, you don't have to not drink at all. If you like drinking, that's fine. You can be sensible. Everyone knows my clear, and. Um, guidelines in terms of what i recommend would be a clear spirit and a diet mixer uh, or a glass of red wine are probably the, the two that i probably recommend that i would go for and um, my uh choice would be gin and my tonic for the uh spirits if anyone's interested um but when we go to events and parties what we want to do is we want to try and limit our alcohol so we want to try and think okay i'm going to go to my wife's birthday i'm going to have two to three drinks maximum and that's it so i'll have uh One cocktail, one gin and tonic, one glass of wine, something like that as an example. Not necessarily in that order. But um, that would be how I would look to do that and try and keep that reined in. And a very easy way to stay on top of this as well is actually by using, uh, by drinking, making sure you're drinking plenty of water. So make sure, like, drink sparkling water as an example whilst you're drinking alcohol or between the drinks. And that's a very good way to limit the amount of alcohol coming in um, when you're at events, parties. uh, More so probably applicable when we're allowed to socialise in mass numbers pre-covid which hopefully we'll be able to soon so that's point number six going to events and parties with a plan point number seven now this is my magical free meal method which i use with all of my clients now the free meal method is basically a meal at the weekend where you can go out and you can do what you like so you can go out you can have one meal off plan like off your diet and enjoy yourself the recommendation for this though is you have this as the last meal of the day and um, the reasoning behind that is as i said earlier in the podcast if you have junk food early in the day, it then becomes very difficult um, to then get back into eating healthy because your body will start craving sugar and shit food, which we really want to be trying to avoid. So have a free meal method, use the free meal method, have one meal at the weekend, providing you stick into your plan through the weekend, get results. And that's something for you to look forward to on Saturday nights. You can go out, spend time with your loved ones, be around other people, be sociable, enjoy different foods, have a bit of variety and overall just have an awesome time. So that's the free meal method, which I'd highly recommend. Point number eight talking about, which it sort of interlinks to the free meal method is you don't have to eat junk food at free meals. So like, for example, like have steak, mashed potato, you can go and have sushi's healthy. You can have, uh, you can have steak and chips. You could go for, uh, like I'm big into Turkish mixed grills and stuff like that. You don't have to eat pizza and ice cream and shit foods. So, like we really want to try and keep these things vaguely sensible. So like mentally that you stay in a sound place and also that you then get better results. And then also we keep your body in a healthier position. And then we also walk away from that meal feeling empowered because you made better choices than the worst choice you could have made. And we all know we've done that. We've gone to a meal where we've stayed really, really good on our diet and we've absolutely crushed it. And you walk away feeling like you've literally won that meal with like a big high five gold star. And that's really what we want to try and do because we want to associate mentally winning with these um these moments and then this will carry forward really really well for us going forward and creating the right lifestyle habits so you don't have to eat perfect but just try and make better choices go for say for example uh, steak and chips instead of the i don't know the pizza and ice cream as an example so that would be my suggestion for number eight would be don't eat junk food the free meal walk away empowered and you don't have to eat perfect point number nine for the weekends hydrate so water is hugely important to our bodies. We need it for like pretty much every function within our bodies and our cells. So in regards to hydration, like a lot of reasons sometimes we feel hungry is not actually the hunger, it's actually dehydration. So something to really think about is actually, okay, um, am I actually hungry or am I dehydrated? And one of the things I recommend is people try to drink at least a minimum of four liters of water a day I'd highly suggest also adding in like electrolytes. Um, if you particularly fanf- like suffer with brain fog or you're in an environment where you're sweating a lot or it's hot, then that can make a big, big difference. So hydration is really, really pivotal here and will make a big difference in terms of mental clarity, you sticking to your diet, and also focus. So that's point number nine, hydration. Point number 10 is have fun in motion. So if you've got kids, go and play football with them. Go to the park, with them, go to the swings, go longboarding, go and do cool stuff, go mountain biking. Like The weekends are to be enjoyed and having fun and being active. And you being fun and being active will help you to, A, be happier, reduce your stress, you'll burn more calories, you'll build a better body, you'll build a better lifestyle habit. So have fun in motion at the weekends. So go for the walk with the dog, go cycling, play with your kids. All these things are awesome things you can do. Uh, if you're living in the mountains, go skiing. Like I wish I could. I would be doing that constantly. But um, that's really what we want to be focusing on here. Um, point number 11 use the weekend to set up your week. So we're all incredibly busy in the week. Um, we might struggle to fit our time for our workouts in. So we want to work out maybe four or five times a week. We've got work, we've got kids, we've got family, we've got a lot of pressure on us. Try to structure this stuff in can be difficult. So this is where you want to use the weekend to set yourself up for success. So. Things like having your food prepped at the weekend or having a plan and structure ready for Monday. So you know, come the week, all you've got to do is execute the plan is really the key. If you don't have an organized plan for the week or a structure of what you're going to do, then it's all going to fall to shit. And that's the reality. Like, we all know that if we don't have a plan, like, what's that saying? Um, Fail to prepare, prepare to fail this is the prime example of that. So get yourself organized for the week, like to the point where Sunday, like Sunday you have your gym stuff ready in the bag, ready to go for Monday. You've got whatever meals you need or food, like bulk cooked for a few days, have your food shopping ready on the go, like get Tesco deliveries, whatever you guys do, like have things organized and ready. And that will make a big, big difference for you being successful in the week, feeling more like relieved and relaxed the weekend. Also, and you're going to set yourself up for success in the long run. So that's point number 11. Use the weekend to set up your week. Point number 12. Now learn from your mistakes from the weekend. How did you end up eating half a birthday a birthday cake or an entire bread basket? Like last weekend, I went a bit off the rails on my own diet, and I'll openly admit on that. I ate a lot of bread. I'm big into bread when people bring it out for starters, and I can just plow through that. Uh, I'm a big guy, I'm a big eater, so... I can get away with it a little bit, but probably not to the extent I did. And you have to think, how did, I, how did that happen? You just unconsciously end up eating and picking at food when it's put in front of you. So this is very much where like, I have to learn from that mistake. And then so if this weekend you go out, you end up eating half your daughter's birthday cake, you then need to realize, okay, how did that happen? Okay, I was standing at her birthday party next to the cake, picking it constantly, okay? So let's look at that situation. Let's take myself away from the food slightly so it's not an arm's length, and then you can't do that. So when I'm strict on my diet, what I will actually do is try and keep things like bread baskets and stuff like on the other end of the table so then it's not within arm's reach. That's a very slippery tactic that if you actually have to ask someone to pass something to you, the likelihood is you're probably not going to eat it as much. So just try and learn from your mistakes, where have you slipped up, and then you can try and plan from there going forwards. Point number 13, take healthy food to parties or events or try to be the positive influence in your group. So if you're going to a friend's house for dinner, take like an amazing starter that's super healthy. Take it something like even a dessert that's super healthy. Be the positive influence in your group. Same when you're going out for dinner. If you get to choose a location, try and choose somewhere which is like super healthy, it's got different food. Be that guy in your group that lifts everyone up, not brings them down. So you're always going to have people around you who will encourage eating shit food, junk food, because they can't eat healthy and stick to their diet. It's your responsibility as someone who's trying to change themselves to lead by example and try and help the other person and bring them up, not, not fall down to their level, if that makes sense. So be the inspirational person in your group, take healthy food to parties, be the positive influence and help everyone else as well. Point number 14, don't aim for perfect weekends. Perfect is impossible, just do your best. You have 52 weekends a year to improve on what you're doing. So, get rid of the script mentality, do better, not perfect. One of the biggest mistakes I see people make is they go off the rails Saturday morning, they have pancakes, and they're like, fuck it, I'm just gonna eat shit all day. I'm gonna go to five guys for lunch, I'm gonna get the dominoes for dinner. Like, let's just go for a cheat day. Like, that is the most stupid thing you could do. And no disrespect if you do that, that's super done. Because the reality is you're creating a horrendous association with food in your own mind that you cannot consciously control what you eat. What you eat controls you. And you need to take power back from the situation. You will also find that after a day after this, you'll feel horrendously guilty. And you'll most likely end up getting in the uh, situation where you're going to try for like three to four days to almost out-train that situation. And you can't out-train a bad diet. So really focus on getting rid of the fuck mentality, the screw-it mentality, and just do better, not perfect. Every weekend, just do your best, but don't beat yourself up. If you can do 80% and be consistent without the weekends that's absolutely awesome. And that's going to get you long progress, a uh, long-term progress and lifestyle change, which is ultimately what I'm here to do is to help you to help yourself to get the results you're looking for. Point number 15. This is the biggest, and most important tip. So please, 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 please take this away. And this can be applied to everything else in, in life. And that's rationalization. So like rationalizing is our weakest, uh, our biggest weapon against ourselves. So we rationalize things. So, I'm bored so I want to eat something or I'm too busy so I need to pick at this junk or I'm traveling so I can just eat shit food from this restaurant uh, or I've worked out, worked so many hours this week. I just want to eat junk food and chill out or I've had a stressful week so I need to drink this entire bottle of wine. Like we or I've trained really hard this week so I need extra calories so I can plow in loads of food. Like we will rationalize things to ourselves that we want and I do that myself. And if I'm honest, I fucked up today and <laughs> I did it today. I rationalized myself that I could get up a bit later than I should have and end up recording these podcasts like later than I should have done. And that is my weakness against myself. And I have to learn from that and realize, okay, this is where I went wrong. I need to get out from my bed and do the work and do the things I need to do. Um, and this is the reality. is like, do not rationalize things to yourself that you can justify. Self-deception and tricking yourself to let ourselves off the hook is going to be the biggest weakness of why we don't achieve our goals so get rid of that feeling of letting yourself down, take power of the situation, get rid of self-deception, don't rationalize things which you know are wrong and you will get results. So these are 15 power tips to enjoy the weekend. Hope you have an absolutely killer weekend and you find this helpful. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast, leave me a five-star review if you found this helpful and helped you this weekend and share it with a friend. And as always, if you need any help with your own coaching, please hit the link below the podcast. You can book in your free strategy call with myself. Or check out check out Shredden 8, which is World's number one eight-week transformation program. Hope you have an awesome weekend, and we'll catch up with you in the next episode.